So we're back for another week. Multiple orgasm. We're all here, all pumped up. Mm-hmm. Sorry mm-hmm. about uh, the last episode, which we haven't released yet. Uh, <laughs> apologies well, all around. Actually, by the time they're listening to this, we would have released that one. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, right, Luke. Don't that's why I'm apologising. Any more than they're already confused. And don't assume anything, Luke. Who knows what we'll do? <laughs> that's true. Keep them guessing. Yep. Yep. Keep keep ourselves guessing. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm, your destination for all things nerdy. So, uh, I guess we should just jump straight into it. Uh, sure. Got some news. Uh, UK premiere of Noah cancelled mm-hmm. uh, due to floods. Yeah. Yeah. Sign from God or happy coincidence? I assume Russell Crowe summoned the flood. There's just something really yeah. poetic about this, though, isn't there? That's pretty cool. Like of all things. Of all things. Floods. Actually, I'd li- it'd be funny if it was locusts. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> a drought. <laughs> or everybody's That'd first be real born. First born, son died. Yeah, everybody's first born <laughs> just died. You guys are thinking of Moses now. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, no. Now, I, I wasn't going to correct anyone <laughs> in their, uh, their Old Testament, but... Uh... I know what I'm thinking of. All right. <laughs> Noah literally only has about a page and a half. I know, but he Bible. didn't get... He so wasn't, it's one of the shortest Bible stories. He wasn't smoten with anything else, was he? Like, <laughs> just, water. I, just, just water. Just water. Just a lot of it. But, but God, God did give him a heads up, Matt, so he wasn't really smoted. In fact, he was favoured, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only one, actually. Everybody else was too naughty. Yeah, something like that. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Typical. God, God loves us all so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all the news. I wonder, unless you disagree what, what year with do we reckon that might have been historically? <laughs> if that took place, what what year do we reckon? Like about ten thousand BC? Um, yeah, oh. nonsense. No, it'd be earlier than that, wouldn't it? Because I, I I would just like to say we could probably estimate the actual population of the Earth at that point. Hmm. So, what do you think it is, Luke? But but further than back than that? A bit further back than that? No, I think it's not not as far back as ten thousand. Oh, so yeah. Less. Well, I mean, liquid, no. Right. I, I was just going to say, of, of, of all the people, <laughs> you asked that question. You asked Luke, the guy well, that no, can't even get his news in. right because he doesn't know if he dreamed it or not. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, Dan, that, that, is, uh, that is a terrible lapse of judgment on your part. I'm just saying. All right. Well, look, off if this we week? assume... What's going on? <laughs> if we assume that it's, say... Uh, 5,000 BC then, mm-hmm. then we can assume that there were 5 to 7 million people on Earth right. at the time. That's a lot of people. So that's a lot of people to just decide to mm. drown. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but they were bad. Were they? I mean, is there a certain amount of blaming of the parents we could have done? Or, <laughs> you know, like people who perhaps were going to eventually also, learn the error of also, their ways. Also, Dan, there wasn't a Bible then. So... Yeah, what was we were just word of mouth? Yeah. It's a very good point. So nobody at that point even knew that <laughs> they were breaking any rules. That's what oh, I'm yeah, saying. I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically God wrote rules, didn't tell anyone, but mm-hmm. yeah. and then punished people them. for not following them. Yeah. It's he you know what God is? He's a woman. Uh, yeah, but I do that oh. as well. I write stuff down. I'm like Well, he's definitely it. a cunt. Dan is not allowed to step. I'm not discriminating, past- Dan. I'm just saying bookcase and then you come in and i'm like fuck you dan and then you drown me yeah and and everyone well, like me later i will drown you 
I just want to know how many listeners we lost literally with just that one segment. Mm. What's it? Well, you mean the, all the Christians that were listening? I think you've oh, got to have listeners females. to lose listeners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true, Dan. That is true. We're down, we're down, uh, we're down to two. Uh, that's yeah. including people on this podcast. So, um, <laughs> yeah, half yeah, of us don't, don't even listen, listen to it. No, no I, I, I can't get. Well, Luke, it. you can't because I don't. I don't think we're on the Zoom store. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we are. As we discussed, Until we're we are now on the Zoom store. On, yeah, we are because uh, we're thanks on the to Windows. thanks to Ian. Oh, of course. So. Yep. Oh, well, I stand corrected. Uh, shout out to Ian. The point zero point zero 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 two percent of the mobile phone population that has a Windows phone. Congratulations, yep. you chose poorly. Um, I used to like my Windows phone. Of course you until did. Until what happened, Luke? Why don't you still have one? I gave it away. Yeah, right. Yeah. You liked it so much that you just had to share it with someone else. He just ha- had to set it free. That's like the old saying yeah. Yeah. that goes like what I just said. Mm. So, Luke, what was going through your mind? Take me through the Windows phone. You loved it so much yep. that at some mm-hmm. point you went, mm-hmm. you know what? I think I might love this phone too much. So and he was on the train. He was on the train, and a homeless person came into the carriage and said, "Excuse me, has anyone got any spare change?" And Luke said, "I don't. I've got this though." And then the homeless person keep was, it, like, "I don't fucking want that." And keep then, keep it. what am I going to do with that? Yeah. And then it he was um, actually a hot German redhead that I gave it to. So you tried right. to exchange your phone for sex, is what you're telling me? <laughs> no, I'm just a really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, a really okay. nice guy who wants that's, sex. That's Did how you, we're all going to yeah. read that situation, Luke. That's how we're going to read it. Jesus. Did you have a phone? Did you have a replacement phone? Uh, yes, I did. What was your replacement phone? It was the Samsung Galaxy S3. Oh, the yeah. one that the one that got smashed. Yeah. Yeah. At Disneyland. Hulk smash. The one Hulk smashed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. What ride were you on at Disneyland when your phone smashed, Luke? The Hulk roller coaster. Oh, so it really was Hulk Smash. Yeah. Yeah. Universal Studios, not Disney. Sorry. Oh, I stand corrected again. That's fine. I might just leave, guys. I'm. Uh, no, no, no. no. no that's all right, Dan. I no, no. Uh, actually went to Universal Studios for about five minutes before I had a crippling headache and had to go back to oh, the hotel. Yeah. That's mm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Missed out on the that's Jurassic true. Park ride. Uh, probably would have been the highlight of yep. my trip. No, yep. Terminator so 2 ride would have been. Terminator 2 ride was absolutely amazing. No, yeah. I made that. I made that. Did you? That was the one with the, the, the lights and the smoke, yeah? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the 3D, yeah, yeah. I was there for that. Yeah, I was there for that. Yeah, and the floor, dro- the, the, the floor drops. No, I, that was the first yeah, thing we he did. Hadn't le- he hadn't left yet. Yeah, he hadn't left yet. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, yeah. you saw the good bit then. Well, there you go. Oof. I'll say the Jurassic Park ride wasn't particularly spectacular. It was really... Wet. It was a uh, it was a tunnel of love with some animatronics <laughs> in it, followed with by dinosaurs. Little... Yeah, a tunnel of love yeah. with dinosaurs, followed by a drop into water. Yeah, it fo- followed by the Splash Mountain. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did go to Splash Mountain. That was enjoyable. All right. So How moving many times on. Did you ride on Splash Mountain, Dave? I put uh, it to about fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. You guys heard of Flash Mountain? We're still on the Splash Mountain. All right. Yeah. Cool. You guys heard of FlashMountain.com? Ah, uh, yes. yes. I think we've discussed this yeah. on the podcast I think we've once actually before. discussed it before. Yeah. Well, yeah. I retract my conversation then. No, we'll put it in the show notes anyway. All right. Recycling material? No worries. Check one of a podcast mm. that's gone well past its run. Okay. 
<laughs> next conversation. Has so anybody, anybody, anybody seen The Matrix? <laughs> anybody? <laughs> no? Oh, well, never mind. Uh, what's next? Uh, wife makes men throw out dragon sculpture. Now, I know what you listeners are thinking. Right. You're thinking it's a little dragon sculpture he keeps on a desk. You'd be wrong. Mm, that is, that's what I thought. If no, you check not. the show notes and look at it, you will see that there is a literally two-scale, I guess, for a fictional animal, two-scale <laughs> size head of a dragon in this guy's yard. It's amazing. It's huge. And unfortunately, his wife is making him get rid of it. <laughs> Where did he get it from? He got it okay. from a nightclub where it was built for a stage show <laughs> and brought it home in 37 pieces and assembled it in his yard in Cardiff, Wales. Now, just to explain to everyone, this dragon is 65 foot. It's, it's not what a small you imagine dragon. St. George would have had to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty impressive, actually. Well, everyone in the... Uh... Is it just the head? Is it just the head? No. 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 It's the whole, it's the whole thing. 37, 37 pieces. pieces. Lord. I'm just trying to get into his head. I, f- I see this dragon. I go, I want that. I take it home. Mm-hmm. Then what do I do with it? Well, um, he says here, it took six of us to get him into my garden, but I thought he'll only be there for a few months. I don't know why he thought that. I <laughs> didn't elaborate. My wife kept asking me, wouldn't it have been better just to get a garden gnome? But he's become a real local landmark. People come and visit just to see him. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty oh. impressive. Can I just uh, take a little little sidestep here for a sec? Dave sure. mentioned the show oh, notes. Never stopped uh, this before. One of, our, one of our listeners said to me during the week, what the hell are these show notes you guys keep talking about? So, for those of you who don't know, um, if you go to multiplenergasm.com and click on the link of each week's episode, uh, there are usually um, a list of uh, links there to everything we talk Can't about. Can't you embed yeah. the show notes into the MP3? Not into an MP3. We can embed them into an MP4 or some other advanced format, but then we lose potential compatibility. And then other podcasts get around that by having like multiple versions for people with iPhones. And but there's stuff. a comments tab in MP3 you know? tags. Yeah. Yeah. Look, the, I don't know, the service we use tells me I can't do that with an MP3. Oh, so, right. Mm. Shocking. Shocking. Mm. It is twenty. Positively, it is twenty fourteen. We cannot put show notes inside an MP three. Interesting. Mm. Maybe we don't need to use MP threes anymore. Maybe we can switch to something more advanced. No, stick with MP three. It just works on everything. Yeah. Well, that's that's the reason for it. Yeah. Originally, so yeah. If you can play it on a Windows phone, five. Yeah. Yeah. Play it on a Windows phone. Wow. Ten eighty p audio. Yeah. Progressively scanning into my ear. Oh, yep. unbelievable. So yep. uh, this guy's dragon statue, uh, his wife's forcing him to get rid of it. Um, yeah, he's got to go. I can't really say it's um, a bad call on her part. It? He's had it for five years. Uh, he's had a good run. Yeah. So Steve Fletcher, you're our geek of the week. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, play the he... jingle, Maddie. Uh, do we have one? Yeah. We did sure it we last did week. Oh. No, that was in the lost episode. No, no, no. Last week's episode had the Geek of the Week jingle. 
Okay. All right, then. Well, that means I haven't done it yet. So, all right, I'll insert the jingle that I'll do at some point. It was in <laughs> last week's episode. It just didn't have any fancy schmancy shit behind it. We it was a cappella. Oh, you mean the episode that's gone out? Yeah, yeah. Or the episode that's from last week that we haven't No, no, the episode that's gone out. Right, okay. Right, right. Episode 78. Did somebody already mention that this thing is 65 feet long? Yeah. 65 feet long? Yeah. 65 feet long. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I said that at the start. Is anyone listening tonight? (laughs) Should I maybe just- Can anyone hear Dave? I don't know why you didn't mention that at the start. I don't know why you didn't mention that at the start. Should I just go? Should I go? Should Dave? Should Dave just go? I'll, Should who just go. go? I'll go. Who? Anyone heard from Dave tonight? From who? Just gonna what go. Is, uh, what's go going on? Don't you want to discuss twenty four? Oh, twenty four. Twenty four mm. is back, ladies and gentlemen. Really? Still going. For those who enjoyed the seven or so seasons of twenty four. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about starting season one soon. Oh, great What, what about those who enjoyed season one and then just not really the rest except season three a little bit? Well, then you'll probably <laughs> like this because 24's back for 12 episodes. Hey. <laughs> Shouldn't it be 12 then? Wait. What? Are they two-hour episodes? No. So huh. it's 12. I think what they realise is that it's every 12. season, half of the episodes were boring as fuck. So <laughs> I think they've just gone, let's just make 12. I don't think anyone's mm. going to be able to get to 24 of them again. Really? So, uh, hmm. 12 episodes. Looks pretty action-packed. Set in London. So, uh, hmm. so there you go. London. There Big I change. Go. Not America. So, uh, still about that should be Jacques interesting. Bauer. Yes, it is still about Jacques Bauer. Um, mm-hmm. he's been living French in, spy. He's been living in France, hiding away. Yep. That's uh, another one of those out- things that I think is the people not understanding what is good about a show. Like, 24 was good because of the format, not because Jack Bauer just can get a shitload done in one day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not Jack Bauer that's the interesting part of the 24 series. Yeah, totally. It's the format. No, no, no. no, and, no. Like, I- it should be. Each season takes place and there's another fucking big event going down somewhere. Jack Bauer is 24. You can't have 24 without Jack Bauer. He's not 24. He's got to be at least 50. <laughs> no, Jack Bauer is awesome. I've, I mean, this dude has had seven t- truly terrible days. Like, <laughs> like seven truly, truly terrible days. The shit this man's yeah. been through. Like, you think you have bad days, Dan? You have no fucking idea what it's like to have a bad day. <laughs> all right? You should just watch a couple of seasons of 24. That's a bad fucking day. All right? Yeah. So, I want you Watching- to look Kiefer Sutherland in the eye, and I want you to tell him that, hey, mate, you know what? 24 doesn't need you. You're not 24. Jack Bauer, irrelevant. Also, get away from my Christmas tree. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And stop being an alcoholic maniac. Oh, you can't oh. call him on that. That's his thing. Yeah. Yeah. I got God no bless him. That. God bless him. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Can't wait. Um, is that going to be on television or is that a web only? <laughs> I'm sure it'll be on or? the television, whatever that is. Mm. Um, but I will obviously be going to Italy uh, to enjoy mm. my content. Uh, mm-hmm. As a frequent flyer, I uh, I travel there quite often, 
Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's, uh, just to watch a movie or TV show. And yeah, then sometimes I do, man. Sometimes I do. It's good. It's good. I mean, we're thoroughly enjoying it. Um, nice to get out of the house. Yeah, it is nice to get out of the house. And, uh, you know, I'm picking up a bit of Italian. So, um... Il parate bella. Matt speaks excellent Italian. Si, si. Molto download. It's nice going to Italy. Um, I'm not sure. Should we start going to India yet? Not yet. Not yet? Not yet. They're working on it. Um, did you guys see this? Did you guys watch this? I did have a little look at this. Why don't you, uh, why don't you take us through it? Okay. So... Um, India have a problem with, apparently, with people defecating in the streets. Um, they have such a problem with it that they have had to start a television campaign to encourage people to use the toilet. See, this has now overtaken Don't Sleep on the Road. Mm. As the most no, that's that's woefully unfair. It, look, India, the majority of India doesn't even have plumbing. So where do you want them to put their shit? Where do you want them well. to put it? <laughs> you tell me, man. You tell me. You're at home. There's no plumbing, no toilet. You're living in a slum. I don't need to tell you're you. You're going to take a dump. Where are you going to put it? I'm going to do what this this fun little ad campaign tells me to do, and I'm going to do my poo in the loo. I'm going to take my poo <laughs> to the loo. Um, that's what I'm going to do. Right, so, so if you're going to have, have to do it there, they're saying just do it wherever, but then just make sure you take it to the nearest toilet. No, I th- I'm pretty sure the, uh, the idea is that you should just do it. You know, if you've got to do a poo, just go into a toilet and do it in there. It seems to be the... Although, to be honest, I was distracted by the, um, by the, the flashing colours and dancing poos and things in the video that... Possibly I would appreciate it, Matt, if message. you could um, put a little bit of the uh, song into the podcast. Let our listeners I will. Uh, get a general idea of uh, the song. Uh, I will it's quite, it's quite use our, our right to fair use to play a clip Excellent. of this song. Mm. Excellent. Um, you can also use our right to no one will actually hear it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Fairly certain we're covered under yeah. that law. Also. Yeah. Well, we exercise that one all the time. I thought maybe we could. We would have been sued a million times over if we had more than three listeners. I'm telling you. Oh, we'd all be yeah. in prison by now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, my favorite bit in the video is when he steps in some poop, and the poop turns into little tiny poops with arms hanging onto his foot, and he's like, "Ah!" Oh. And then a giant poop in a party hat comes up and licks his face. I just watched that bit then. Yeah. Wow. So oh, that sounds excellent. Yeah, and they build yeah. a disco toilet for the poop, and all the poop goes and has a nice dance and gets flushed away. So, I assume that's literally what's happening in India right now. Mm. Yep. There well, you go. No way right. of knowing otherwise. No, none Absolutely of us have been not. to India, so I can't claim otherwise. No. Correct. No. Right. Uh, Although, to be honest, this doesn't. Uh, this isn't get the best. Um, publicity for them as a country. Oh, I'm that not out really there. sure they're making a big push for that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes, but, I mean, there goes our four Indian listeners just up and up. Oh, up come on. I, I scared them away years ago now. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, if you had to do the public service announcement, um, mm. h- how would you do it? What voice would you use? How, how, would, you, how would you do it? 
Oh, India. How you going? <laughs> I'm sure you've probably seen that ad going around. <laughs> that disgusting pack of lies. <laughs> Don't listen to them. You, you poop and you poop proudly. And you poop in the street. Jesus. Okay. Oh, all right. Moving on. What's that the next segment? Uh, my name's, my name's Anus. Yeah. That's actually an Indian name. Anus. Anus. It was given to me by my spiritual teacher. <laughs> Fatati. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, I uh, I guess we've, we've offended. Sounds like you're going to be inviting people into your van. We have offended <laughs> a lot of people tonight. So moving on. Um, mm-hmm. What's new? Pierce Brosnan uh, mm. quoted as saying, I wasn't a good enough Bond. Now, before we get into that, let's, yeah. uh, let's just take a quick poll. Um, mm-hmm. I actually thought Pierce Brosnan was quite a good Bond. Um, I didn't not, mind him as Bond. Not compared to Daniel Craig. Uh, but Not compared to any of them, really. Oh, I think that's a bit unfair. He didn't he, do uh, a bad job, but who yeah. was he better than? Uh, who was that guy who was in one? George Lazenby. Yeah, that's, I think I like George he Lazenby. He was amazing. He was the best. I like George that. Lazenby. Was, the was not the best Bond. No, that movie is great. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, but it's great. It's not I can George see Lazenby's why. fault that uh, no that that didn't take off. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but look, Connery's obviously the best. I don't think he was. I don't. I know it's sacrilege to say, but I think he was. I like Daniel. I like the guy Daniel who played Craig's Jimmy Bond in the American telemovie that came first. <laughs> Jesus. I liked um, what was that old British guy from Are You Being Served that played him in <laughs> the original Casino Royale? Jesus. Yeah, that was a classic. So uh, I'm taking it that uh, going around the room here, no one thought Pierce Brosnan was a was a decent Bond. No, no look, I thought I liked- he was decent, oh. and I thought Goldeneye yeah. is one of the best Bond films. Absolutely. He's the first Bond that I saw in a cinema. Yeah, me yeah, too. Me too. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, he's our Bond. Yeah, he's a, he's a special yeah. Bond, but he I don't think he was the best. His movies did get a bit silly, but Bond had gotten a bit silly by then. Mm. Yeah. But um, it's a little sad that he feels this way. Let me read a quote um, out here I, um, from what he said, because I, I fell for him. Um, I have no desire to watch myself with James Bond because it's just never good enough. It's a horrible feeling. I felt I was caught in a time war between Roger and Sean. It was a very hard one to grasp the meaning of, for me. The violence was never real. The brute force of the man was never palpable. It was quite tame, and the characterization didn't have a follow-through of reality. It was surface. But then that might have had to do with my own insecurities and playing him as well. Hmm. Probably not, though. It was probably the big director. hug and go, you did well. Um, Dave, I think you need to read that again. Um, in a more James Bondy way. I, I can't do accents, Dan. How many times have we been through this? All right. You and Matt are the accent guys. I got it. I got it. I, got it. I, got it. Yeah. I have no desire to watch myself <laughs> as James Bond because it's never good enough. It's a horrible feeling, like shitting in the street. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. I, um, I, I, I did not see that coming. I think Indian Pierce Brosnan was my favourite yeah. Bond. <laughs> I would seriously love to see an Indian Pierce Brosnan. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you say Pierce Brosnan? So, 
Not an Indian bond, but just an Indian Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> it's an Indian Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Indian Pierce Brosnan. I am Remington Steele. <laughs> oh, I love Remington Steele. But um, there's one thing that's always puzzled me about James Bond, mm-hmm. right from the start, and they do it all the way up to the contemporary Bonds. Isn't a spy supposed to be fairly... Anonymous mm. would be the word. Anonymous. Yeah. Why yes. does he tell everyone his name? <laughs> Straight off the mark. I mean, by the time you're talking to your, say, 70th or 80th um, Cold War villain and you're going, the name is Bond, James Bond, they're like, oh, mm. yeah, I've heard of you. You're a spy for MI5, right? Mm. Yeah. Like, I know who this fucking guy is by now. It was, a, it was a fake name given to him by... By the agency, I, I always assumed he you had don't a normal get a new name. fake name well, no, yeah, every mission. That, yeah, you'd change it. You wouldn't be that for thirty years. I just assumed it was his cover name. That's all. They sort of address it in Casino Royale. No, it's not in... because they go back to Bond Manor. Oh, that's right. They go. No, no, no. They go to um. What's it called? Skyfall. Bond Manor. It's called Skyfall. <laughs> the place Wait. in Skyfall. The, the the place he goes to at the end yeah, but is called <laughs> Skyfall, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe I that probably had fallen asleep by that point name. in that mediocre movie. But like he goes and the like the you know the old man that was his nanny as a kid or whoever it was he calls him James Bond. Like if that was your just military code name, your family wouldn't call you that. No, no, unless Sky, you had a F- weird Skyfall family. Lodge. Sky, Skyfall Lodge. Skyfall Lodge. There you go. Hmm. Maybe his name's John Skyfall. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he knows John Halo. Who knows? <laughs> Probably. Because all Johns know each other. I just felt, felt, felt bad for Pierce Brosnan because I thought he's in some one of the high, well, some of the highest grossing Bond films of all time. And uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they're pretty shit. And like, also, how many of them? Yeah, okay, but you get you him watch doing those, grossing that much money. Then you get Nicolas Cage doing terrible film after terrible film. He never apologizes. <laughs> no, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> exactly right. Like, Maybe but you I mean, should. Every Bond film, I think, inevitably will outgross the last one because all movies outgross previous movies in a what, like as they go along. And that's you know, a it- dead set formula. Like <laughs> all movies outgross all previous movies. <laughs> all you have to do is be the yep. most recent movie. <laughs> yeah. James Cameron you can't go is, wrong. is you terrified. Go Const- wrong. He's constantly terrified. Well, my James- film hopefully will be out by the end of the year, and I'm I'm really thinking that you're right about that, man. <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean Bond. Like as far as Bond films go, there's so long between them, and you know just the way that like the economy is and all that kind of stuff. Like it, like. It's hap- it happens. Movies nowadays make like a infinitely more. Not infinitely more. That's ridiculous. They make a lot more than <laughs> films did 10 years ago. I think you should just stop now, man. So weird. My money is on <laughs> Tom Hilston for the next Bond. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's who I want. You know who I'm picking? Yeah? Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> He's already done his uh, They Wouldn't Let Me Be Bond, so here's my next movie. Movie. Mm. <laughs> you did two of them? Yeah. Oh, no, wait, he wasn't in the second one. What am I talking about? Wasn't he? No, just Ice Cube was in the second one. Uh, I can't tell them apart. What movie are you guys talking about? Muscular men. Triple X. Ice Cube isn't muscular. Triple X? Yeah, Triple X 2. Oh, my God. Uh, Was it called Triple X 2? It was called. I think it was called Quadruple X. (laughs) Quadruple X. (laughs) It's called Octex. Octex. 
4X. Yeah. It's sponsored by a Queensland brewery. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Triple X State of the Union, starring Samuel L. Jackson, Ice Cube, and Willem Dafoe. <gasps> Cue the jingle, Maddie. Can I say something about uh, Samuel L. Jackson? Mm. Um, good news and bad news scenario. Right. Bad news is they're doing another Die Hard movie. Good news is... Really? It's, uh, it's going to be a direct sequel to Die Hard with a Vengeance and hopefully star Samuel L. Jackson reprising his role. I just like this part of it, Dan. Really? Entitled mm. Die Hardest, which is, to set to, which is <laughs> set to take place in Tokyo with new writers being sought for fresh takes. <laughs> um, so obviously their fresh take is, hey, let's take them out of New York and just put them in Tokyo. We've done yeah. Russia, so um, Tokyo it is. That's their fresh take on it. Was there really one in oh. Russia? Yeah, that was the last yeah, one. Yeah, that was the last one. Oh, I didn't watch the last one. Son. Guys, come on. Have you um, guys all been keeping up with them, have you? I've not. I no, stopped, I I stopped after I stopped after the Len Wiseman one. I stopped when I saw him interviewed for two diehards ago, and he was embarrassed to be associated <laughs> with the brand. Like, mm. I think maybe this guy owes money to the mafia or something and is literally being forced or to more. do more of these diehard movies because he is just a broken man. Have you seen that? <laughs> I don't think that, he wants to act anymore, honestly. Have you seen that sketch with him and Zach Galafanaga, Gal- whatever his name is, in Between Two Ferns? No, it's I will got, not watch any of those. It, 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 They're the has least funny things on an planet. interview with Bruce Willis, and Bruce Willis is just sitting there going, you know, the phone stops ringing, and no one, uh, no one seems to care anymore. You know, he's just desperate for work, and uh, I'm just like, wow. I don't think he's joking. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he is either. I saw yeah. him on the Today Show, and they're going, "Oh man, there's uh, so much thrills and spills and action in this movie. I mean, you know, this is really breaking new ground, isn't it?" And he's like, "Yeah, I guess." I guess. <laughs> I guess. He's not even looking at him. His eyes are on the floor. Like he's just, <laughs> he's embarrassed to be there. To any question, if someone says, I guess, so disinterested. <laughs> yeah, just don't right. even want to talk about it. Yeah. He was Do you in... take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. He was in G.I. Joe 2 as G.I. Joe. Who was? was you know that? Can we not talk about that movie? Bruce Willis. You saw it? Yeah, we saw it in America, remember? Luke wanted to see Evil Dead, but I wouldn't see it with him there yet. And uh, so I so said, I no, no. G.I. Joe 2. Yeah, he got to see it. He was lucky. Spoiled. Wow. And Bruce, well, uh, Bruce Willis was in a shitty sequel. Yeah. And he yeah, wasn't he's in, he wasn't in he's the in first Expendables one. 2 as well, and 3. And, no, speaking three. of, isn't he? I no, think he- no. Um, he, Sylvester Stallone called him greedy and lazy. <laughs> Jesus. Who's this? Sylvester Stallone he- said Bruce Willis was greedy and lazy. Oh. Yep, and fired him from the movie. Really? All right. Because he well, wanted too much money for the amount of work he was doing, so he just went, don't worry about it. Wow. Well, you know who we got? You know who's in Expendables 3? Arnie? Okay. Harrison Ford. Well, Arnie is as well, but Harrison Ford. Nice. Yep. That was a segue, Dave. Nice. Well, funnily enough, Harrison Ford did an AMA on Reddit recently. Oh, that's uh, a coincidence. My favourite part was when someone asked him, hey, Harrison, 
desperate to ask you this question. Did Han or Greedo shoot first? And his answer, classic Harrison, I don't know and I don't care. (laughs) What made that so great was all the comments after that where people kind of thought, Oh, look, he's still uh, he's still in character as Han, the uh, you know the the rogue who just doesn't care which way the cookie crumbles. It's like no, he's just sick of being asked that. Yeah, yeah, he um, I'm sure is is just sick of all that shit. Yeah, like he he seems like he's very you know like grateful. No, he's but come also- good in the last couple of years. He used to be a real grumpy prick, but um, <laughs> after some of that stuff on the Kimmel show where he has a go at yeah. Chewie for fucking his wife and like that was yeah, great. She yeah. was my wife. Yeah, he's he seems to have. I don't know. I think he's mellowed in his old age a bit. He's not. Yeah, as, but uh, he- I think he's just forgotten half of it. He's yeah, but did you see? Someone asked him about that and said, "Oh, you know what? Who, did you were you involved with that?" And he said, "Oh, that was just a sketch they came up with. I think the idea was that he." He'd stolen my wife or something. I don't really know. So, oh, God. I mean, he wasn't really that in on it from what it He didn't make it sound that way anyway. He wasn't that in like on it. He was in it. He read the script, <laughs> did his part. Yeah, I know. But yeah, but they asked him about Expendables 3 as well. Someone said, oh, are you excited to be Expendables 3? And he said, oh, yeah, I was doing another film in that area. And they asked me if I wanted to come down. It was just a day's work. So I thought, yeah, okay, that sounds like fun. I'm like, oh, it does sound exciting. <laughs> well, the man is yeah, 71 years old. I think he's another old. one who's actually- no, no. no. I'm not he's done though. He, I'm not right. bagging it out or anything. I'm just saying that, like, well, his AMA think, was quite. I think quite maybe he's just sick of all this. Stuff. He was yeah, no, no. Talking I agree. a lot about uh, climate change and some of the stuff he's doing, and um, it was really interesting. Um, passionate guy. He's uh, he's mm. got his passion, and uh, good on him. Just not yeah. about his work anymore. But one of the other things he said in there is that he's not very sentimental. So I think maybe he just doesn't. Yeah, and to quote Harrison Ford, I like making movies. I don't like watching them. So yeah, he doesn't feel the same way about these movies that. Well, the he's nerds one of do. the few people that's actually made more movies than he's seen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably true. <laughs> um, he wasn't the only uh, person doing an AMA this week who was very popular either. There's another little director mm-hmm. I like to call James. Uh, sorry, guys, James Cameron. Uh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Jimmy C. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy C. Jimmo. JC. Good old Jimmo. JC. Yeah, yeah. JC. Yeah. JC yeah. was doing his uh, little AMA, and uh, his was quite good. He was talking about uh, the South Park parody they did of him, and he said mm-hmm. uh, it was amazing how similar that actually was to what was on the ship, except without the singing. So, <laughs> well, now there's a man who doesn't take himself seriously. I like that. Um, mm. Apparently, uh, some tidbits from that AMA. I actually read more than four comments, which is unusual for me. Um, (laughs) he's actually not only doing Avatar 2 and 3, he's doing Avatar 2, 3, and 4 all at once. What? Yeah. Right. Well, considering Avatar was a shit movie, um, I'm sure none of them are going to be any good either. Well, I mean, I I, I, I agree with you in principle, Dan, uh, uh, but unfortunately when when you're one of the, one of, if not the highest grossing film of all time, um, I think the, uh, the viewing public, uh, want more. So more they will have. Not just another two. Time will tell. Another I love three. that quote from him from like a few years ago where he said that he feels he can tell every story he needs to from now on through the medium of Avatar films. <laughs> such a weird thing I to really say. I really want him to do a sequel to True Lies, but base yep. it in the Avatar universe. Well, he, he, he addressed that. that. He said in, in, yeah, he said uh, that, oh, that, yeah, that he is said, part of that universe. It's just earlier on. 
No, he said that after 9-11, that is not funny anymore and he wouldn't do another one. Yeah, he said he wanted to do another Basically. one, but then 9-11 happened and he was like, yeah, this isn't going to be funny anymore. Well, so- that's not true. But also, that was a shot-for-shot remake of an old French movie anyway. So, there you go. He didn't mention that. No, I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> They've kept that very quiet. Also, you mentioned Jacques Cousteau. Coincidence? <laughs> coincidence? No, not a coincidence. No, not, not a coincidence. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there were two good AMAs. Um, a lot of people are doing them lately. Uh, some really uh, some really popular, popular people are doing them. It's good. It's good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Don't Reddit's, really Reddit's doing well. Yeah, yeah. I never thought they'd get Harrison Ford on there. Never. Never in a million years. But there you go. He probably didn't know where he was. It was probably like when Matt met Christopher <laughs> Lloyd. And he just didn't, didn't know what fucking day of the week it was. Or- oh, it was a real honour to play Captain Kirk. <laughs> Wait, you were wait, not Captain Kirk. Wait, how have I not heard this story? Go back. What? I, at Supernova, when he was asked, yeah. "What? Hey, if sorry, we're talking about Christopher Lloyd, by the way, just for in case anyone didn't Doc catch that." Doc Brown. Doc Brown. Um, from the from Back to the, the Future films. Okay. Um, yep. He played. He played a Klingon in. Uh, I forget his name. The character in Star Trek Three. Um. And when asked about it, if it was if he enjoyed being in a Star Trek movie, he said, "Oh yeah, it was a great honor to uh, to play Captain Kirk." And, and before you say that, oh, he was probably just taking the piss. From all no. accounts, he was just a bewildered old man that didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> and he said, um, "Someone asked him about twice as well." Yeah, and then he said something about um, he was like, "Oh, you know, that was the, fir- the the only film I got to have, you know, a love interest of my own in." And the- oh. Sorry, no, I'm thinking of Adam's family values. Um, sorry, sorry. What was the question again? Oh, he's got Alzheimer's. That's awful. Yeah. Somebody asked him what he did in his spare time and he had to really think about it and then came out with, oh, there's a boy that visits with his mother sometimes, who it turns out to man his, like, stepson. Adopted son. And- yeah. Oh. <laughs> and his life partner. Right. Okay, so... This story has gone from wacky to tragic so quickly. <laughs> I think he's just eccentric. He's, he's well. He's clearly very eccentric. He's and he doesn't. He's not eccentric. He has, he's got Alzheimer's. He has, That's he not a no, no. very sick man. He has. He has no fucking idea who Captain Kirk is. No. <laughs> he just. He was just saying well, words. Well, he's going to fail in Kirk or Quindon, then, isn't he? <laughs> he is. <laughs> That should make a comeback one day. Dude. Is it Kirk or Condon? 1.21 gigawatts? <laughs> it, it would make a comeback, except for the fact that I've literally used every single thing that Captain Kirk said and every single thing that the Dalai Lama ever said. Until you've gone through every episode of the original Star Trek series, Dan, I cannot believe you. Well, look, to jump around, speaking of uh, episodes hasn't there of the been original like, series... Like hundreds of Dalai Lamas? <laughs> Fine. Is I'll that do how that works? Kirk or yeah, maybe maybe you should yeah. just do a little research next time instead of your first Google <laughs> yeah. search and click and when the Dalai lucky. Lama when the Dalai Lama dies, he kind of forms into a little egg and a baby comes out. <laughs> mm, it's true. Uh, hmm. Well, nothing surprises me anymore, Matt. <sighs> mm-hmm. Look, so, speaking uh, of. Oh, Go fucking on. you do the segue. That's fine. That's fine. I Look, I was just going to say, in terms of old TV series, that you and I are currently wake- making our way through an old TV series, The Twilight Zone. We are. We are. Um, I'm 30 episodes in of like 150. Unless uh, I'm probably about 20 episodes in at this point. Yeah, and I'm really amazed at how some of the storylines 
uh, almost ripped verbatim for pretty much most modern films or, you know, television episodes. Yeah. It's amazing how much those things get parodied or changed um, and given a new gloss and re-released yeah. into the world. But seeing them in their original form is really mm. unique and refreshing. Well, and you know what the interesting thing is too? Like, uh, I actually really enjoy watching them. They're actually really enjoyable to watch. Um, yeah, and I love agreed. Ron Serling. His voice is just awesome. It's amazing. And did you watch the additional material on the, the interview um, the with DVD him? box set? Yeah. The interview did you watch with that? him? Yes. Yeah. How amazing How much is of an it? How awesome to, guy is he? To hear that within only five years of television's invention, he was still fighting an uphill battle um, to bring bit, against censorship to his show. And, against yep. censorship and um, influenced by advertisers. Corporate interests. And yep. It was it's just really amazing. fascinating. Yeah. Fucking pioneer, man. Uh, Do you know, I was listening to a podcast recently that had a Comic-Con interview with Ray Bradbury, sci-fi author. Really? Who, who um, was saying that he believes okay. Rod Serling stole the ideas for every episode of The Twilight Zone from him. <laughs> okay. Because he cites one particular day where, and the guy's an old man, like he can barely... He's kind of like Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's like, uh, Rod Serling came to my house in 1949 and said, I don't know how to write a science fiction series. And so I gave him 153 ideas. And then the next day he came out with the Twilight Zone and did not credit me for the ideas. Oh, for fuck's sake. So he's Harlan Ellison, in other words. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Or um, what's he, uh, what, Cormac McCarthy. Comic McCarthy claims he, everyone stole is his he like shit that too. too. Yeah, yeah, he's like that. Really, I didn't know that. He's my favorite author. How did I not know he was crazy and says things like that? Comic McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, he's always threatened to sue people and shit. Really? Yeah, he wasn't happy with um, some film adaption or something. Let me make sure I'm. Oh, don't break my little heart, man. He's my favorite author. I just finished going through every one of his books. That man can fucking write. All right, well, let's, uh, let's move this along, shall we? we <laughs> Sorry, uh... I didn't mean to... No, 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 no. That, uh... I think we should wait until Matt uh, finds out whatever he's looking up. All right, Matt. Uh... I'm not looking up anything. Oh. What? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I was under the assumption well, we'll just we let that trail off then. <laughs> Matt to do that. Sorry. Okay. Right. You know, it's, it's funny. Most things with time get better, but our podcast seems to be getting worse every episode. No, no, no. Uh, I don't we think that's true. We tried to listen to episode, the first episode a few weeks ago. We've no, the audio in that was yeah, terrible. Point. That wasn't our fault. Yeah. That was just... Being, being it was our location. fault. It was literally our fault. It was no one else's. <laughs> who, wait. Who listened to it? It wasn't good? It's um, inaudible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. Well, we're recording so in one room. We've come a long way from our first few episodes. No, the That's audio bad. quality has come a long way. I wouldn't say the content has gone a long way. In fact, I dare you to mix up any of the episodes in any order with decent audio, and you won't be able to see any difference between episode to episode. But I don't. So we're just, so we're just we're just the same then. Yeah. Yeah. Consistently mediocre. All right, moving along. Teacher, 
threatens Game of Thrones spoilers instead of detention. Now, I haven't seen yeah. Game of Thrones, and yet I read Got and immediately thought Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, wow. That's good. Yeah, so um, banking on the fact that most school-age kids are watching Game of Thrones episode to episode, and uh, being a man who has read all of the books and therefore knows what happens into the future, um, <laughs> to control his class instead of threatening with detentions, he uh, now if the class gets rowdy, he just starts writing spoilers on the blackboard until everyone beats quiet. <laughs> wow. That's clever. That is pretty yep. clever. Yeah. 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 yeah because I just think we're in a, part, a point in society now where people are so obsessed with entertainment that a spoiler is such a horrible thing. Like, people no, get it's genuinely not it's upset. New. Dave, when Hitchcock was making Psycho, he personally went to every bookshop in Los Angeles and bought every copy of the Psycho book so that there was no spoilers. Wait, wait, did, was, was the book written concurrently with the movie or was it based on a book? No, it's based on a book. Right, so other people had read Psycho before that. Yeah, other people have read Game of Thrones. Hmm. I just don't understand just, why people get so so precious about it. I just because I don't if get you it. know, why watch? Why why would you watch anything? I knew the ending to Fight Club before I saw it. It's still one of my favorite movies. Like it's a brilliant film on its own right. Well, like, I think it, you're different because most people won't watch something if they know how it ends. Sixth like, Sense I, I certainly ending wouldn't. was ruined before I even saw it. Still thought it was a good film. Like I don't I don't understand it. Yeah, I think you, I think it must just be different for you because I think for most people the the discovery of plot is what makes like TV and film interesting. Like it yeah. certainly is for me. Not knowing what's going to happen next and being surprised—that's why I watch things. So, like when so you're, yeah, I mean, I would, when, you're doing you like a little, when you're doing a little join the dots thing in your little crayon book, and you, you go, "Oh, it's a dragon!" Exactly, exactly. To me, that's that's what drama is. Drama is not knowing what's going to happen next. Like if I like a show or a movie and I find, uh, someone spoils it for me, I'm still going to watch it, but it's gonna, I'm going to be missing something from it. Well, it's exactly like, like what happened with Game of Thrones last year for me, when everyone kept not saying anything about what was happening, but like, but I'll give you a little hint. I'll give you a little hint. And, yeah, and it's like just fucking shut up about it. I yeah, don't I don't know. understand this obsession people have with giving out spoilers. Like if it's you've like, seen yeah. something and I haven't, great. I believe you that you've seen it. Yeah, don't I don't need you to, to prove it to me. me. Yeah, so when I watch it and it happens, I go, oh, he has seen it already. <laughs> there's, there, a, there's, there's such a Portlandia sketch about this where there's a dinner party and everyone's trying to say, have you seen The Wire? Oh, no, 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 don't. We're only up to the second season. Anyway, the whole night they spend saying, oh, no, no, I don't want to know. And, it's like, and they've got nothing else to talk about. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I, just, I just I don't understand it. But you know, what? you know what's funny to me, Dan, is that I hate dramatic irony. Like, I hate it. I hate knowing things the characters don't know. Like, it drives sure. me crazy. So you would think, you would <laughs> think that a yeah, spoiler no, I'm would really, drive me I'm crazy. I'm actually quite surprised that you take the stance, actually. Yeah, I just because don't care. I thought, I thought you would have been more on the side of hating this whole culture of delving out spoilers. Well, don't get me wrong, I, I hate just... people who do that too. But at the same time, if I, people at work talk about Game of Thrones all the time, and I'm like, I want to watch it one day. But I'm like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, I'm sure lots of people die. Whatever. You know, I just... Uh, 
I don't know. I just don't get worked up about it. I just don't care. Yeah, but that's the thing. That like, stuff. if you're watching something after the fact, it's fine. Like, if I hear, mm. like, oh, there's a show from ten years ago, and here's what happens, but it's really good. You should watch it. Then that's fine because I can go and just kind of absorb it all. But if something's coming out week to week, and the whole premise is that every episode ends on a cliffhanger and you want to know what's going to happen the next episode then that really relies on the secrecy and on if everyone just kind of keeping the secret well you probably I mean, it'd be like if you got there. halfway through if if you got halfway through um uh, true detective and somebody had just blurted out everything that happens in the last three episodes you'd be like oh okay well thanks no problem like, oh thanks I'll, I'll still watch it no i get it I, I, I get it i do but i think it's i'm always chronically late to the party like Forever <laughs> Maybe that's late. it. Maybe that is it. I think Babe, that's you it watched Old Boy. I did, oh yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that you that that reveal because you didn't know about? I think a movie based on the whole premise of a twist. You would probably go, oh, that ruined it. But well, I, I didn't for Fight Club, think- and it didn't for The Sixth Sense for me. And if someone told me the same thing, I, I, I the shock of it would be taken away definitely when I watched it. But it wouldn't make it any more or less of an interesting movie to me. Like I'd, I'd still, enjoy but you wouldn't. The film. You wouldn't have experienced it at the at, as intended. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I like don't you, know. You, yeah, that's, you, you that's couldn't. Correct. You you couldn't say either way whether it was successful or not because you didn't experience it that way. Like if I knew the twist in Old Boy, watching it when it was revealed, I'd be like, "Yep, I knew that." And then also, I picked up on all the clues and everything and figured it out ages ago. So it was all kind of lost on me in a way, like the cleverness of it. Yeah, I think. yeah. Well, I see. I think definitely films with twists that you can get ruined like that. But like in my experience, I've seen so many films where I knew the ending and it was a twist, and it didn't really bother me. It's like it's the journey for me, you know. I, it's not. Mm. It's, no, I agree too. Like I'm, yeah. a, I'm not arguing with you. I was, would. It's like for example, if I did know. Well, I wish you what, would. I desperately want someone that. to argue with me. No one at work will argue with me. People just <laughs> let it go now. They just let it go. If it's I knew like, the ending. If I knew the twist, I would still watch the film and probably enjoy it. But I don't think I would. I wouldn't get. As much that, out of it. Well, it'd be like a second that view. Out of it. It'd be like watching something the second time. Yeah. For me. Yeah. So it's it's all good to say it's all about the journey, but if you've already gotten to the destination, then going on the journey is pointless. I mean, I don't watch sports, but if you know who wins, why watch the game? Yeah. Because the thrill is in not knowing who's going to win. Surely. Uh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I would say with sports. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, really? I, I I watch TV the is same it? way people watch sports. Then. <laughs> I'm not a sports person. I, I, the analogy is not. Uh, well, you, you're aware of the concept fine. of sports, though. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I thought it was like the sort of you know, sort of the clash of the titans kind of mentality. I didn't think it was necessarily hinged no. Most people on- barrack for a team, and they want one team to win over the other. And most people actually put money yep. on them, and you know. You just want your fucking team. I think I'm probably the most sporty-like person out of all of us. Mm. Or watching sport, at least, I don't actually play it. <laughs> but yeah, I know that if my team has, if the game's over and I already know the score, I have no real interest in going back and watching it. Yeah. I like watching it live. Well, there you go. There you go. Done. Yeah. Multiple sportsgasm. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.